This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Laila Tov. Welcome everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. We continue in Daf HaShavua. We are up to Daf Mem Gimel Amad Aleph. The Gemara just uh, said a rule that was uh, subscribed to uh, by Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Avohu, that if you have a Stam Mishnah, and a machlekes and a brisa, we paskin like a stam mishnah. Even if there's a machlekes in the mishnah followed by a stam mishnah, we paskin like the mishnah. And now the gemara is going to challenge that that there are instances where we have a stam mishnah, and uh, there's a machlekes elsewhere, and we don't paskin like the stam mishnah. Amarle, he said to him. In other words. This is uh, L'chaira, what Rav Nachum said to uh, his Rebbe, Rabbi Avo. The Gemara said that Rabbi Avo was leaning on the shoulder of Rav Nachum, his attendant, and Rav Nachum was gleaning halachas from Rabbi Avo. And one of the halachas was Stam and a Machloikis and a Braisa, we paskin like the Stam. And Rav Nachum now asks, Amar Tnan, Masreik Shopishtan. If you have a comb of flax, this is a comb that combs out the various strands of flax. It smooth, it straightens out the strands. It also removes any fibrous uh, entities from the uh, linen, from the flax. Shenitlu shinav, its teeth fell out. The teeth of the comb fell out. So we know that something which is a kli is Mechabal however, if it's not usable anymore, uh, then it's not Mechabal So, Masreik Shel Pishton, if you have a coma flax, Shenit Lushinov, that its teeth fell out, V'neshtayru Baishtayim, but it's left with two teeth, Tameois. It's Tame. In other words, if it's left with two teeth, two teeth, so it's still fit, then it's it's Tame. V'achas Tahira. That means, if it's, If it's left with one tooth, it's tahar, because what's a comb going to do with one tooth? It's not fit for anything, Rashi says. V'kulan, shenitlu, achas, achas, b'thneasen, all of them, that one of the teeth fell out by themselves, any of the teeth, tameos are tame. Any of the teeth that fell out, the teeth are tame. Why? It's no longer stuck to the a comb. Rashi says tame because you could clean out a nair with it, or you could stretch out clothing on it. So one tooth in it of itself is tame. Shelt semer if it is a comb of wool, shenitlu shinav achas mi time. If one was removed from among two teeth, so now the two teeth are, are distant from each other. Tahar it's tahar. Nishtairu by gimel b'makar mechad. If three teeth are remain in one place, tame. It's tame. Hoisa hachitzoyna achas mehen. If one of the three teeth that remain was the outer teeth, so we know that like in a regular comb, the outer, the the teeth on the edge are wider because that's what holds it in to play. So 
If the chitzana was one of them, it's tahar. Nitlu bays. If two were taken out, va'asan lemalaket, and you fig, you fixed it to be a tweezer tameyos. Achas. If one fell out, v'hiskina lener, and you made it uh, worthy, you did a ma'isa to prepare it to be designated to clean out a ner, oilamituach, or to stress something out on it. Tameya. So this is a what we call a Stam Mishnah. It's a Mishnah that is not ascribed to any particular Tana. The Mishnah, and yet we hold the Halacha is not like this Mishnah. Why? Doesn't everybody hold Stam? Uh, we hold like the Stam Mishnah? No, there's a Brisa somewhere that brings a Machlokes about it. So. Apparently, uh, Rav Nachum asks Rabbi Avo that your rule is not uh, a hard and fast rule because here we have a Stam Mishnah. We don't paskan like the Stam Mishnah. Amarlei, so Rabbi Avo said, Bar dahi. Scratch this one. This is not indicative of anything. Why? The Rabbi Yochanan, both Rabbi Yochanan and they both hold Zu Enoi Mishnah. This Tana Eric statement is not a Mishnah. My taima, why is it not considered a Mishnah? Amr Rav Huna bar Manoyach, Mishmed Ravidi. Rav Huna bar Manoyach, Sunday Ravidi. Parade Rav Ika, Misham Dekasha, Rachel Asefa. Because this, this Mishnah has an internal contradiction that can't be reconciled. Diktani, it says, Shalt Semra, if it's a comb of wool, Shenit Lushinav, Achas mi Bain Taim. If one tooth was removed from two, so the two are separate from each other. Tahar, they're tahar because they're not close to each other anymore. Ha, nishtayru What if you have two in one spot? Tameh, it's Tameh. So it's Masha, if you have two teeth and one was taken out from the middle, so it's tahar. But if you have two teeth together, it's Tameh. That implies two teeth would uh, render something tummy vahadar tani. Then it taught nishtairu by gimel. If if it's left with three teeth, tummy gimel and shtayim loy three and not two. So make up your mind. The mission itself is self contradictory. It says if one tooth was taken out among, from two, so now these two teeth are too far apart from each other. That implies if two teeth are close together, then the kli would be tummy. And then it says you have to have three teeth, which are close to each other, for it to be tummy. So because, this is, this is not a kasha on the cloud of Rabbi Avo, because this Mishnah is a corrupted Mishnah, because it's self-contradictory. It says, why is it a corrupted Mishnah? Oh my kasha, Dilma ha bigavaisa ha bibaraisa. This is talking about the inner teeth, and that's talking about the outer teeth. The comb has two sets of teeth. The ones closer to the handle, the ones further away from the handle. The ones closer to the handle are to hold the strands in place. There, all you need is two teeth. The ones further away from the handle are to actually smooth out the fiber, uh, the hairs, and to comb it. For that, you need three teeth. So it's not really a contradiction. It depends where on the comb it is. If it's lower down, so then it's only needed to hold it in place. You only need two. If it's hard, uh, further up and it's needed to strain it out, then you need three. So Gemara says, no, here's the reason why it's not an authentic Mishnah. 
But rather here, the question is from here. The ratio of the Mishnah said that any time the teeth were taken one at a time, so they're tummy because they could be used to clean out an air or to stretch out a garment. The even though no maisa was done to designate them. Ema seifa, let's say the seifa. Achas, if you have one tooth, the hiskinal aner, and was prepared for aner, or to stretch out on it, tamei, it's tamei, tamei, hiskinal in lo, hiskinal lo. It's only if you designate it, it's only if you prepare it, it's tamei. But if you don't designate it, if you don't prepare it, it's not tamei. So, the Mishnah is self-contradictory. The Reisha seems to say that one tooth in and of itself is inherently usable. The Seifa seems to say not like that. Says the Gemara, Amr Maybe this one is with a handle, that one's not with a handle. Namely, If a little piece of wood is connected to it, so that could be used as a handle, so it doesn't need any further designation. But in the seifa that it has to be designated is because it doesn't have a handle. Then the Gemara offers another answer. Papa, There's no contradiction. Maybe when do we say it has to be designated? It's very small. So if it's small, it is not necessarily inherently usable. But if it's a, a big piece of uh, a bigger tooth and it's inherently usable, it doesn't need designation. So don't say we can't prove from this Mishnah that a halacha is not like a Stam Mishnah, it's not really a Mishnah, because it is a, 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 there's nothing deficient about the Mishnah at all. There's no contradictions at all. Says Gemara, no, there, there is a reason why the, the fact that we don't pass like this Mishnah does, is not significant. Because those who taught Mishnayos, who were sticklers for the text, Davkani, those who were Davkaniks, and you know people, we all know people like that, those people who, they, they were very exacting in their tradition and in preserving the text of the Mishnah, they learned that the Mishnah concluded, Zu Divei Reb Shimon, that this is not in fact a Stam Mishnah, that this Mishnah is the opinion of Reb Shimon. So it's a Das Yochit. So the fact that we don't paskin like it is indicative of absolutely nothing. Fine. New Gemara. Shalach Reb Chia Bar Avin. Reb sent the following question. Ma, uh, sent the following message. Ma'arsin Even though we said you have to wait three months, you don't have to wait a full three months. You could do it within three months. Meaning even the Tanakama, who says that you can't do Arison, but you don't need a full three months for Arison. For Nasu and Avada, you need a full three months. Not for Erosin. You don't need a full three months. And the Chachamim even 
followed this leniency that you don't need a full three months. How much do you need? Need? We'll see. V'chein hoi Rebbe Lazar Malamdenu. Rebbe Lazar also taught this. Mishum Rebbe Chanina Hagado. Rubai shal Rishan. Rubai shal Shlish Vem Tzayishalim. All you need is the middle month. Complete the majority of the first month and the majority of the third month. Rashi says, Rubai shal chaydash rishayin, v'rubai shal achrayin, v'emtsay shalim. Why? Don't you need havchana? Again, there's no issue of havchana when you're dealing with erisin. The issue of havchana is only when you're dealing with nesuin. So, for nesuin, you taka do need to wait a full three months. The only reason you have to wait three months by erisin is people might get confused between erisin and nesuin. So, we're strict on Erison, but not that strict. We're not that strict that you need to wait a full three months. It's good enough to wait a middle month and roiv of the first and roiv of the third. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, let's say she, so it means calendar months. Let's say she was uh, divorced or in this Almain and Yud Adar. So she would have to wait the majority of Adar, right? The entire Nisan and then the majority of Er. Yeah? In other words, in other words you're right. Otherwise, how do you have the majority of the how do you have the whole second month and not the whole first month? Okay. Amemar Shara Liares Vyam Teshim. Amemar said, No, you need three months, but on the 90th day, you could already do Erison. You can't do Nasuin until all 90 days pass, but regarding Erison, you could use the principle of Mikta Sayam Kakulai and do Erison on the 90th day. I Omar le Ravashi la Amemar. Ravashi said to Amemar, Vaharav Ushmuel da Amri Tarvayu, Vaharav and Shmuel, they both say, Tzricha lahamtim gimuchadoshin, you have to wait three months, Chutz miyom shemesboi, besides the day that the person died, Vachutz miyom shenis arsaboi, how could Amemar say that it's good enough on the 90th day, Vaharav and Shmuel say, that you have to wait a full three months, 92 days, besides the day of death and besides the day of Erisin. says, no, Rav and Shmuel didn't say it regarding the three months, they said it regarding the 24 months of marrying a nursing woman. says, Gemara, Rav and Shmuel's statement was taught regarding marrying a nursing woman, the Rav and Tarvayo, Rav and Shmuel, they said, you have to wait 24 months, besides the day that he was born, uh, the child was born, and besides the day you did Erison. So when Rav and Shmuel said you need a full term, it wasn't the 90 day term, it was the 24 month term, that you have to wait 24 months besides the day of birth, and besides the day of Erison. Now I don't know how that fits into their words, because I thought they said, you have to wait three months besides Yom Shemesvay and Yom Shemesarsa, but that's what the Gemara says. So, but regarding the 90 days, the three months, 
you have to wait. You don't have to wait the full three uh, three months, like Amimar said. It's mutter to do erisin on day ninety. Says Gemara Vahuda says But don't say you're allowed to be lenient on the ninetieth day because there was a guy who got married on the ninetieth day and Rava took didn't let them enjoy the chasana. Says Gemara who sudas nesuin That was not a sudas erisin. That was a sudas nesuin. Yes, for nesuin you got to wait the full uh, three months. For erisin you could already do it on the ninetieth day. The Hilchasa, and here's the halacha. Tzri Chalahamtin Chavdalat Chaydash. You have to wait 24 months. Chutz Miyam Shinoiladbai. Except besides the day that you are born. Chutz Miyam Shinoiladbai and the day that you are engaged. Tzri Chalahamtin Gimachadashin. And you must wait three months. Not like Amemar. Chutz Miyam Shemesbai. Chutz Miyam Shinoiladbai. Okay, now, let us study the Shita of Rabbi Yossi in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi seems to agree with Rabbi Huda that a Nesua could do Erisin and an Arusa could do Nesuin, and any woman could do Erisin except for an Amana has to wait 30 days to do Erisin because of Avelut. Says the Gemore, Chutzman Amana, Omar Rav Chizda, Kavachaymer. Rabbi Yossi is wrong. And we have a Kavachimer to prove it. Rabbi Yossi says that an Amana cannot do Erosin. Why? If in the week of Tishabav, where you're not allowed to do laundry, but you're allowed to do Erosin, the week that Tishabav falls out, you can't do laundry, but you're allowed to do Erosin, but within Shloishim, that you're allowed to do Laundry, it's just you can't do laundry during Shiva, but during Shloshim you're allowed to do laundry. All the more so you should be allowed to do Erosin. You hear the a fortiori argument over here. If in the week of Tishabav where you're not allowed to do laundry, you're allowed to do Erosin, in, in Avelos, where you're allowed to do laundry within Shloshim, then you should certainly be allowed to do Erosin. Mayhi. How do we know? That this is the halacha, the tenan. Shabbos, shachal, tishabav, b'saycha. The Shabbos, the week that tishabav comes out in it. Asr l'saper, u'lechabes. The week that tishabav comes out in it, you're not allowed to take a haircut. And you're not allowed to do laundry. But if tishabav comes out on Friday, you're allowed to do laundry on Thursday, even they cover a Shabbos. But in general, you can't do laundry in Shavuot Shachal by Tishabav. Utanyan, we learned in Abraisa, before this time. Now, in the Havamina, Kaidamazmanaza means before Tishabav, the week of Tishabav. People diminish work. From doing work, me live nice from building, from planting, you're allowed to do erison. So even though you're not allowed to do laundry, you're allowed to do erison. Avaloi koinsin, you're not allowed to do nesuin, veinoisin sudas erison, and you can't do sudas erison. So you hear the kalvachoymer, that how could Rabbi Yossi say, Namona can't do. 
Eretzin Amana could do laundry within 30 days. So why can't she do Eretzin? If she was Shechel boy, we're not to do laundry, you could do Eretzin. Within Shloishim that you're allowed to do laundry, certainly she should be allowed to do Eretzin. Says the Gemara, Kitanya hi koidim de koidim. That brisa that said koidim azman azeh. You're allowed to do erusin. That's talking about before the week shechabay tishabav. Before the week shechabay tishabav, you're allowed to do laundry. So you're allowed to do laundry. So you're allowed to do erusin. But the week shechabay tishabav, you're not allowed to do laundry. You're not allowed to do erusin either. So we don't have a kavachaymer anymore. We don't have any example of a situation where you're allowed to do, where you're not allowed to do laundry, and you're allowed to do erison. Says the Gemara, but we still have a kavachaymer. Amar Rava, v'kaidim v'kaidim nami kavachaymer. We could make a kavachaymer out of the week before Tishabav. Excuse me, the week before the week of Tishabav. Because we're now saying, kaidim azman azeh, before shvor shachal by Tishabav. You don't do work. And if in the week before Shavu Shachabah, where you can't do business, you could do Erisin, then during the 30 days of Avelos, in the 30 days of Avelos, we're allowed to do work. All the more so, you should be, you're certainly allowed to do Erisin. So it doesn't help to say, well, we're not talking about Shavu Shachabah, we're talking about the week before that, and the week before that, you're allowed to do laundry, you're allowed to do Erisin, but the week of you're now to do laundry. You're also now to do erison because we still have a kavachaymer. Because there's a zaman that even though something is aser, namely work, you're allowed to do erison. So then, within avilos, where you're not allowed to, where you're allowed to do work, certainly you should be allowed to do erison. Says the Gemara, Tema Yisarsu. We have to revamp our understanding of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi did not say all women are allowed to do Erisin and an Amona can't do Erisin because Amona could do Erisin. What Rabbi Yossi meant was all women are allowed to do Nesuin. Rabbi Yossi has a new Shita now. Even a woman who was previously married could do, get married. Even a, per, a woman who previously had Nesuin can do Nesuin. But an Amona can't do Nesuin, but she could do Erisin. I does that mean Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold of Havchana? That's right. Right now, at 9.42, on Monday evening, Chaf Adar, the first day of creation, when God said, let there be light, according to Rabbi Yeshua, who he passed like that the world was created in Nisan, we are now entering the first moment of the year. What better way to enter the first moment of the year than to be mechadesh that Rabbi Yossi holds? No havchana is necessary. A woman who is nasu and her husband died, she could do nasuin right away. Just an amana cannot do nasuin. And on that note, I wish everyone a wonderful, amazing new year. Haba aleinu l'tayva. And the good thing about this part of the year is wa'chafhei elol you have to start saying slichais. There ain't no slichais on Chafe Adar. And it's a zman of the year that uh, we don't really have an obligation of a specific tshuva. It's a zman of Rachamim Gemurim. And we should be zoicha. Benisan Nigalu, Benisan Asidun Ligal. Thanks, everyone, for joining. See everybody.
tomorrow evening, 9.15. If anybody wants, tomorrow there's a special shir at 12 p.m. on the Kedusha of Chodesh Nisan, Agar the Pirka on the regular Zoom channel, and uh, Igar Ramban at 5 p.m. Have a great evening. Thanks for coming. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.